Hello, Breakfast and Body Slams fans. Thank you for tuning in to uh, Devereaux Sports' second anniversary. Uh, we have a special treat for you. This is our patriotic show. We're not going to uh, touch on the base of what's going currently on in the world of wrestling. Uh, but uh, if it just so happens to cross our path in this topic uh, of subject, uh, we will get to it. But first and foremost, uh, we want to pay tribute to everyone uh, of the victims and families out there of 9-11 with a 10-second moment of silence, please. All right, thank you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, I like to give the cheap plugs as usual, but this is not uh, our regular show that you see us on. Uh, you see the three of us as well as Dennis Reaper and our buddy T. Reyes weekly on our Thursday Night Slam uh, podcast where we bring you uh, guests and uh, afterwards we do freestyle discussion of what's going on in the world of wrestling which happens every Thursday at 9.05. You can check us out exclusively if you go to bodyslams.pro and you click on our podcast section. You can check us out on uh, pretty much a lot of social medias as far as Facebook Live, YouTube, and Twitch. And uh, if you just go to the website, it will stream live off of Twitch there. Uh, You can listen to us on all different platforms as well. If you're you're on the go, on the run, and you want to listen to Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, Audible, uh, as well as uh, Stitcher, uh, Radio Republic, uh, Google Podcasts, and a whole bunch of other ones where where, uh, our show is being distributed. And as well, you want to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, especially Twitter at... uh, Body Slams PCAST. That's right, because you might get a notification that we might go live for an impromptu show that can happen anytime, anywhere, which we just started our impromptu show called Pop-Up Pipe Bombs. That's right. Uh, Matter of fact, today I just might do another broadcast live from North Jersey. I have an event up there today, so... We might get uh, another episode of Pop-Up Pipe Bombs. But right now, you are listening to Breakfast and Body Slams, the Prime Show. That's right, Austin. <laughs> That's Welcome right. to the Prime Show. Not like I, I know uh, um, Cheese Whiz Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to call himself the A-Show and all that. But that's all good, you know. Step up, kid. You're getting better. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, and uh, don't forget about our merchandise. If you notice, I got the Breakfast and Body Slams t-shirt. And also, just added the other, uh, yesterday was our Thursday Night Slams. So, you can go on there and uh, grab uh, from any one of our pod shops, for podcasts, pod shops, uh, either through Cafe Press or uh, Spring. I would say go to Spring right now. Currently, we're still working stuffs out, uh, stuff out with Cafe Press, but different merchandise on uh, each site. Uh, nice quality, affordable too. And uh, but yeah, let me just give the cheap plugs to the rest of the Devereaux team. Uh, Wednesday nights, you get to see uh, the Combat Misfits at 6 p.m. Thursday night Slam at 9:05, and on Saturdays. Well, which today you got to see the old school show at 8 a.m., 9 a.m., the Scrapple Boys with Austin, Chucky, and uh, we've seen John in there with you, too, as well. Was, he was ready for another nap. Yeah, I'm, I'm, he looked at the tail end of that. I was yeah. wondering, is he staying awake? <laughs> uh, currently now, like I said, Berks and Body Slams. Tomorrow, you get to see the Gobbler Inc. at 9 a.m., Combat Misfits once again at 10 a.m., and the Sullivan Squad at 11 a.m. And I already mentioned about us, uh, the pop-up pipe bombs. But what about our red-headed stepchild of the group uh, of Devereaux Sports? Yes. I, 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 yeah, I, I feel your pain there, the, Mikey. The, the podcast for the team that left Tom Brady with too much time on the clock? Oh, yes. <laughs> Them. 215, boys. That's right. It is a Dallas Cowboys 
podcast podcast team on a Philadelphia based uh, podcast show of the Rose Sports. But it's all right. We're we're not gonna hate. You know. You know. Uh, every every village needs an idiot, and we got ours. <laughs> so. So. Uh, but with that being said, let's jump right into things. This is our uh, patriotic show. So, uh, God bless America. God bless the USA. Like, uh, America, USA, same place, I think. Um, maybe different continents. I don't know. <laughs> I know, because people think it. The mental math is hurting already. <laughs> I had to throw that out there. I'm like, hold on. Ain't they the same location? I don't know. Okay, dumb blonde. We got you. Uh, but, yeah, going well, back. Take it easy. This blonde has died. Okay. <laughs> All right. The carpet. Matches the drapes, maybe. No. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> <it does>. Wow. <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, gentlemen, what was some of your patriotic heroes growing up? The farthest back that you guys can remember. Oh man. I mean, I feel wow. I feel like the slam dunk is Hulk Hogan. Oh, de- definitely. That, that's that's, yeah, that's, Hogan, a, that's like the truest uh, slam dunk of the world. First, you know, is the name that comes to everybody's yeah, mind, obviously. But I also think of, oh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Man, the feud he had with uh, the Iron Sheik and, oh, my God, and Sergeant Slaughter. And, oh, man. Yeah, good, good old Cross-Eyed Duggan, they called him back in the day. <laughs> uh, me, I would have to say my first uh, choice would have to be none other than the drill sergeant himself, uh, Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. Of course, you know. Uh, you maggots. <laughs> he had some of the greatest battles and feud back then with guys like maybe guys like you probably never heard of, uh, like Colonel De Beers. No, he, I have. I've never heard. He of that was one. like a how would I say? He was like a, a militant militia type, like okay. like. Uh, the army, what, the version of Sergeant Slaughter before the bad guys. Okay. So, <laughs> so yeah, he, them two really had some great, great battles there, as well as um, you mentioned already the Iron Sheik. Yes. Know? Now Sheiky baby, as everyone calls him on on uh, on the internet, I, I think his Twitter handles that too. Yeah, Sheiky yeah, baby, yeah. I believe yeah. as well. Uh, he's a great guy. He's Funny as hell, but uh, in the world of professional wrestling, uh, back then, not now, you automatically hated the villains. The villains. Yeah, uh, yes, you did. What was your go? Who, who was your go-to villain back then? With Hacksaw, of course. You said Sheik, right? I, I think yeah, that's what I believe I said. Uh, wow, back then, God. I'm going to say, uh, yeah, Sheik was one of them. Nikolai Volkov, he was another another big that, heel that it was like... Oh, hands hands, hands down, that, that combination of Sheik and Volkov, it was oh, a yeah. classic. Especially when uh, Volkov's out there, he's doing the Russian national yeah, anthem. Yeah, He probably gets through the first couple bars and then Sheik grabs the mic and... And it is saying Russia number one, Iran number uh, yeah. one, USA. <laughs> you know, uh, and, and and time goes on. Uh, eventually, they separated, and uh, Volkov ended up getting himself a new partner, which is Boris Zukov, the yes, Bolshevik. Yes, I remember and that. And I love that there because it was a nice classic Russian tag team. Like when you go back as the Kolovs, Ivan, Nikita. Uh, they had Crusher, uh, Khrushchev with them as well. So, uh, for, for, for y'all don't know, Crusher just happens to be Demolition Smash for a lot of people. Oh, look at you. You look surprised. Oh, oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, so, so when it comes to, uh, having patriotic gimmicks in the world of professional wrestling, it seems to be a revolving door. It happens only very so often. Not many are doing it at the exact same time. There is very, 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 very few. Um, now, I mentioned uh, Boris Zukov. I don't know if any of you guys remember this, but back in the day, uh, Sergeant Slaughter had a, a private 
by the name of Terry Den- Daniels. That was Boris Zukov. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, he, he was a U.S. military. He had the gimmick and stuff like that. Oh. And then years later, he became Boris Zukov. Oh, man. Yeah, wow. yeah. I might have to look it up. It's pr- pr- pretty good stuff. That there. Is, that, see, that's neat. I love stuff I, like that. I recently just watched an uh, interview with Sergeant Slaughter, and he was telling us about uh, some of this uh, stuff going forward when he left and came back as the uh, Iraqi sympathizer. Oh, yeah, when he, yeah. When, yeah, when he, well, like, he didn't necessarily, when he was describing it, it wasn't necessarily, he, he didn't turn his back on America. He didn't turn his back. He, he loved America, but the character was that he was showing that, that the America of today compared to yesteryear right, was right. weak. It was yeah. weak. And, you know, and, and he couldn't stand that and this and that. But it was all the gimmick. It was the character. Because, uh, like I said, he, he, he loved America, hands down. Uh, I know in one of the promos, they mentioned one of the commentators were off camera. And, well, they were saying that, oh, my God, Sergeant Slaughter, he's he's burning an American flag. He's setting a flag on fire. And Slaughter's like walking by. And he's like, what the hell? No, I'm not. And he's like, and he's like, cut, 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 <laughs> cut, cut. cut. He's like, luckily it was just recorded. Uh, so he was really against it. Like, no, you cannot have me being portrayed as I'm burning American flag. That's a no, no. Yeah, no way. For, for what he stands for, because, because uh, yeah. honestly, the gimmick of Sergeant Slaughter was not a gimmick. He he was actually a, a, a Vietnam vet. Yeah, he brought right. the war right. and stuff. So it only made it natural for him to jump into that character. Right, right, because he was heel at that time. And uh, I remember he said that uh, doing that character, it was uh, kind of dangerous for him because he act- got like actual like death threat notes and all, all kind of nasty, nasty mail. Oh, 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 definitely. Yeah, they, 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 they literally had to like sneak him out of the building and places like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. There was a uh, one time where he, he was um, out to dinner or lunch or whatever, and I guess the owner of the restaurant. And this is the time when he was doing the gimmick, right. and uh, it's like. Like his his money ain't good here. He should. The, I guess he pulled up his sleeve. The guy, the owner, had a, a marine tattoo oh, wow, on wow. there. So he's like, uh, so he's like to his wife, like, uh, I think we better go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Sarge had a lot of great match. He had um, uh, boot camp match with someone who I'm not gonna say it was a foreign villain, even though he is. From Canada, but it, it was a uh, against uh, Pat Patterson. Right, that was right. hell, hell of bloody match there. It, um, and what's some of the other um, patriotic characters that we got to see throughout the years? Ken Patera was another one. Yes, yes, yes. great, great guy. Too bad it, it led down a road of where him being incarcerated. Yeah, and then came back years later. We also had guys like Lex Luger. Yeah. Yes, for, for that Lex Express run. What yeah. was your uh, thought of him when you you seen him in WCW right, as right? You know the total package. Then 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 he comes over here as the narcissist. Yeah. Then he well and, and before the narcissist, they had him doing uh shoots of videos of um what was that bodybuilding um thing I, that I was just the, thinking of that Mr. Universe. I, no, the IBF or know, whatever. Was it was Vince McMahon wanted to do his own bodybuilding type, uh, like like you know how Vince gets. He he tries to make his own football league. He yeah, try, to, tries to do so, all sorts so, of different gimmicks. On yeah, top so of he had his own yeah. bodybuilding type. I never thing knew going about on. that. And I think it was IB. I'm not sure, but uh, Luger was doing promos for that, and then he came in as narcissist. Yeah. <laughs> and then oh, wow. eventually, by hook or crook, it. They switched them automatically, all because of Yokozuna. Yeah, yeah, I was going to bring that name yep. up. They had that body slam challenge going on, and uh, 
Next thing you know, no one could get the slam in. Next thing you know, you got Lex coming in from a, a helicopter, walking to the ring. A lot of people saying it's a hip toss. He didn't get Yoko up all the way, but you know, they're 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 just gonna call it because oh, he got yeah. him up right, off right. his feet and slam. But it was it wasn't like it was like all the way up holding him up here, yeah, and right. then come crashing down. It was like, like, it, was like, like it, was, it wasn't like the 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 Hogan on Andre style where like yeah. his feet went completely. Right. Yeah, right. when his feet are facing yeah. the ceiling. You know what? No. But it it kind of also pays tribute to uh, you know like nobody could pick up Big John Stud and slam him and here comes Andre and he picks him up and slams him. Yeah. You know? So that that's pretty neat to see that carry on throughout the years. Now now everybody hands out always loved the Hulk Hogan. Uh before he uh before he was doing the whole red and yellow stuff, he was, he had um like the white tights or black and he had the white shirt that said American made mm-hmm. and stuff. And back yeah. then he was coming out to uh Songs like uh, "Eye of the Tiger," well, yeah, and then and, and then time went on, and then uh, he stole the real American away from the. Uh, I'm not gonna say Paul Orndorff because originally it was meant for the U.S. Express, Barry Windham and yeah. Mike Rotunda, which wow, right, that goes which way right back. there is another patriotic uh, tagging, which they feuded with Sheik and Volkoff plenty of times back and forth. Um, I'm surprised that WCW did not uh, pair them up again. Yeah, right. In 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 uh, WCW or NWA at the time before WCW oh, yeah, took yeah. over. Because yeah. it's like for for me a little bit it's like my my memory's a little fogged. Where I try to remember where it it switched over from NWA to WCW, but at the same time they were at the same time too at one point too. Yeah. Right. So, but then we had a lot of uh, pa- patriotic guys throughout the years, and and some more some more of the villains that touch base that you had to have a certain villain match a certain babyface patriotic guys. Like we already said, we had uh, Slaughter, Slaughter, and and Sheik, Sheik, yeah, is like a nice combination. Well, then again, you also had. Um, Corporal Cor- Kirshner and Volkov. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I remember that. Now, now wow. Kirshner, for, for, for you guys don't know, he actually went overseas to Japan and he started performing as Leatherface. Had a chainsaw and everything. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. But I did not through, know that. But through time, just like uh, uh, guys like uh, Tiger Mask, that gimmick got switched over to other people yeah, kept, as the well torch kept too. getting passed down yeah yeah so right, right now there is a guy over there who's currently performing under that character uh and we got to see ones like um dusty Rhodes. yeah the american, the, the american dream. dream the american dream any thoughts on dusty how 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 he fits in as american dream well uh the the his theme song as soon as he came out got you it was like uh, I forget who sang it, but you know the way it just started American Dream, and you knew. I'm gonna cut you off right now, <laughs> Austin. What do you got for me? Um, honestly, just just the fact that, like he was he was like that that very very like proper sounding Southern gentleman kind of kind of thing. Just gave it that whole like it gave it the whole like very homely type of feel to him. Have either one of you watched the uh, Dusty Rhodes uh, biography, the DVD? Or anything? it's been a long time. It's either yes or no, dude. It's, it, it, it's, You're going to say a long time. Does that mean no? No, it means yes. It's been a while, though. <laughs> well, uh, when, when you think about it, Dusty, when he comes down, he's cutting his promos. He's the, he's the son of the plumber, of a plumber. Yeah. He's, the man. he's out there working for the common man, you know, and that's why the American people loved him. Because he was one of them, the blue-collar worker yeah, he, type he, he of just, guy. he just seemed like an everyday and, dude. And that was before... Uh, WWF before he was had the uh, the American Dream song and and doing the polka dots going way back oh, 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 in okay. NWA when he's cutting those promos just like nowadays um, you see NWA they put the title on Trevor Murdoch and people are making a comparison of him to Dusty as like he's the common guy the common man he's not some 
big buff built guy. He don't have the blonde hair like Ric Flair. He's not there. You know, Will right, and Dylan, right. Kiss Dylan, whatever. You know, Rolex wearing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dusty's one of us. You know, and he's right. and, and he's showing that. You know, like 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 you said that uh, southern um, that southern pride of uh, was it North Carolina? Is he from? Yeah, I think it was North Carolina. North I Texas. Believe. It's, it's I cannot remember location wise, but yeah, he. He's he's one of them guys who like uh like in later on in life you have uh Steve Austin. Right. I was gonna say he he his character, yes, he was a foul mouth, beer drinking, uh, but he was he represented the the, the regular the, guy. The yeah. Hard working guy. Yeah, the hard working guy that's out there to represent your everyday said, American. Like, before I did this, I was working in a warehouse and yeah. I was going back and forth. It was gonna be am I gonna work in a warehouse for the rest of my life? Or am I going to go but, out there and be Stone Cold? But, you know, be but Austin? before that, you know, he was that blonde hair, robe wearing, yes, cocky, was. arrogant. Yeah, I'm like, it was good for a while, but then you know, things progressed, things changed, and then when he hit the Stone Cold era of himself, then it comes full circle of who he is. Yeah. Oh, we got a guest. Guest <laughs> walking in here. I'm not the. We got to move this over here a little bit. Uh, you got to give him that chair. Oh. 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 Let me grab that chair there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm at to switch this over here. We have a late arrival. Let me just uh, switch up the headphones. I don't. I really don't need the headphones, really, honestly, because it's just us in here. <laughs> Can you hear me on this one? Oh yeah. All right, we're still good to go. Yeah, we're on our kicks about uh. Uh, patriotic gimmicks, and we got Dennis Reaper in the house, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, he's yeah. here live and in color like the American dream. Uh, I don't know if you were catching some of us on the way here. Was I was watching the whole thing, I just couldn't get a link to join in with you guys. So. Uh, cool. Well, I'm glad to see you uh, rode in. Good to here. see you, Dennis. Yeah, I almost so. turned around and went back home. Oh, so what was it? Uh, sounded like you're ready to do that. Yeah, well, today's you... my last day in studio. Oh. oh. Done. I'll say right. it that way. I love you guys, but I'd rather pop up, play bum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and well, it's not only that though. You have another uh, commitment with uh, Reap the Future now. I do. I do. We're gonna so, start filming that soon. Yeah. So, so but no. I so, still... but you got your hands full. Plus, you still on Thursday nights with us too as well. So, but uh, it, it is what it is. Like, like I said, you got your hands full with other projects, and and now Reap the Future will be broadcasting itself as well yep so that that's a plus but no i was tuning in um it was fun i was enjoying it <laughs> listening to everything i don't know half these half these dudes I, I totally forgot the u.s express though wow like honestly. dude i went through the list and i'm like hold on how did i forget that group <laughs> let's like just, let's, like i feel like an idiot forgetting the u.s well, express well, Here's a, a, a question mark that I have. Uh, it's not really a question mark, but a star. I have down on my uh, list as far as were they a real patriotic group or what? Team Angle. They were with Kurt Angle. Oh, oh yeah. Right, right, um, right. I'm like, yes. Yeah, well, they, 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 what was they it? Kurt Angle, Shelton Benjamin, that, Charlie Haas? But at the time, they were heels. Yeah. So Right, so there's those American gimmicks that were... Yeah, but, they were heels. They wasn't really going up against anyone uh, who's a villain, a foreign villain of anything. When when you look at it, so yeah, no, you, I'm like just because they had the gimmicks, will you classify them as a patriotic gimmick? Though that's the thing, though, because that's what I'm I'm basing. Well, I mean, look my, at my uh, off of because of you know who you're working with. Are you are you working against a foreign adversary? And then you're doing stuff like flag matches, and you got the crowd chanting USA, USA is. It, we haven't seen that with, with Team Angle at all. No. Yeah, no, we no. never saw that so with them. I, I, I would not really base it besides just the gimmick of wearing the colors of Kurt Angle. That's true. Okay, all right. That's, say, that's a, a, a gimmick that we could go back to is uh, Jack Swagger when he, you know, put the hand on his head and says, yeah. everybody. Now, the All-American. Now, yeah. now, that was legitimate. Yes. I, you know, because he had, he had uh, um, uh, Zeb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Zeb. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dutch. <laughs> we the people. <laughs> the most over gimmick 
in the history of being anti-American almost. Yo, and it was great. For for ones that don't know Zeb, uh, if you look back in history, he's one of the meanest, dirtiest sons of. Guns at, oh my god, I, I I want the curse so bad there for a second there. But uh yeah, dirty Dutch man tell. Yeah, that's it, that's it. I was trying Old to think school. of it. You can like I think some of his best work that he has done had been over in Puerto Rico. Because him over there with the colognes and stuff like that with uh WWC up oh, it was just straight hatred and stuff like that they he, he produced. Uh but yeah, he he's a great mind. He he knows the business. And everything, yes. but when they did this, um, uh, was it all American? Yeah, the all, all, all American Jack Jack Swagger. Yeah. It, it was like a, I have yeah. it right here. The, it was the whole "Don't tread on me" yeah, yeah, and that's stuff it. like yep. that. Yeah. And then when you stop and think, like, okay, well, this is uh, it was the all American American uh, Jack Swagger. That's what it was. I literally have it pulled up for the top ten. The John Singleton is American. With, <laughs> with the um. With that no, with that don't turn really? on me flag type gimmick, there is like basically it was more like Republican, Trump yeah, yeah, style. yeah, and a lot of people got behind it. I I get behind of him as being a now 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 now. Here's the part I don't understand: uh, was it legitimate or was it WWE's idea of throwing him? Is it? Is, do you think? I don't know. It's it's hard it's hard to, it's hard to it, tell. Yeah, it's hard. It's it is one hard of those to tell. like, did they work the boys or did they not work the boys? And and and, and back then, only knows it, it worked. <laughs> thing is, when 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 you know you can work the boys and get away with it, you're doing a hell of a job. That's <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'll, but I love it at the same time. Uh, you know what? Uh, one <laughs> thing I want to ask you is, is, what is some of your um, least recognizable patriotics out there ones that never really got their 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 really big shot they they were there maybe in wwe or, or, or wcw but they didn't get the push of the guys like kirshner slaughter angle right um now nowadays honestly well, it doesn't have to be just i mean nowadays. i'm just 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 because of the fact that like i've i've really been watching a lot more recent so, stuff and, so we'll and because i am the youngest one in the room <laughs> um honestly uh when it was uh oh, what was the one dude's name uh it was chad gable and jason jordan yeah yeah uh, american, american, american alpha yeah. yeah that was a legit legit american u.s olympic Wrestlers yeah. and yeah, and they no, nothing. No, yeah, it was flat. Here's the thing. Flat. They would have what? I think it would have worked if they would have did the angle with them. Yeah, yeah. they would have put angle with those two guys. Oh yeah, yes. definitely. They had another Shelton Benjamin, yeah. Charlie Haas. Oh yeah, but the 2.0 version, a little bit better, younger, can go just as good as those two, and then you bring back in Charlie Haas with Shelton Benjamin to go against. His old, their old manager and yeah. and wrestler, which would have been, in my opinion, a great tag team match because yeah. it's the fight yeah. between who's really Team Angle, yeah, right, yeah. right, Team exactly. Angle One or Team Angle well, Two. Well, well, now there's a little bit. Of, I'm, I'm not going to say it's controversy. It's a little debate back and forth between certain people with WWE's most newest signee. People are trying oh, to compare yeah. him to uh, yeah. He's Stevens. never going to be Kurt Angle. I'm going to yeah, say it right that, now. That's the problem. Everyone's trying to compare him to Kurt Angle right but, now. But but here's the thing. Ready. I'm gonna. I've eaten my words this this month, right? I said certain things weren't gonna happen on television, and boy, was I proven wrong. I eat my own words. I'm man enough to admit that I said it wasn't gonna happen, and sure enough, both <laughs> of them show. Ruby Riot was the one I didn't say. But I said wasn't showing up there. I yeah, said well, she was we showing up in New York. On that. And we're like, yeah, I know what? she's in New York. You call her the Runaway. Runaway is in New York. That's where I thought they they threw me the curveball. Am I happy as hell with Ruby in, in AEW? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. And I know her from the indie scenes and Jakara. So having her win that match with that was great. But I ate my own words. Now, can I guarantee can I can I be proven wrong that this guy ain't gonna be the next Kurt Angle? Absolutely. He might be that guy. He could possibly be Kurt Angle, one hundred percent. That's true. He'd yeah. be the new if he American got signed, gimmick. it's because of Kurt. Not yeah. not just because he went to the Olympics and you know and stuff like that, but it's because Kurt's 
scouting real wrestling. That's exactly yeah. what he's doing. That's who they have scouting. It's not WWE wrestling. It's 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 real wrestlers going out to scout these guys. Yeah. Speaking so, speaking of real wrestlers that can probably pull the whole patriotic gimmick off right now. Diamond Mine got that new team in NXT. Those collegiate guys. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I I watched them. It's my first time. They some bad boys. I'm like I'm like I'm why I'm like I'm like holy. I'm like they're just throwing. They're like manhandling. Yeah, these yeah. Guys. I'm yeah. Like, it, it, if you have not watched it yet, Dennis, go back watch NXT. Check out the new team with Dynamite, and yo, I I think these boys here could probably pull off the setup, which I don't think it's a setup. What would set up? I can see them working with Gable and Otis. Yeah, I can see that doing some good business oh, there yeah. between them. And because I, because Gable with just about anyone is gold. Yeah, because yeah. Gable's just just the, the the energy that he emits from himself is just a hundred percent full go, all gas, no brakes all the time. And I just love that about Chad Gable. Look, I wish Jason Jordan never hurt his his no. neck. Okay? Oh yeah, that is the one of the worst things. That, and I'm a wrestler. A real legit wrestler, not professional wrestling. I did it for my entire life. Yeah. I never got to go to college for it because I never had, didn't have that opportunity. But hurting my when I when I tore when I stretched my ACL, my MCL, my meniscus, and I think the LCL or one of the other knee, ligaments, in my knee, my my wrestling in school was done. Hmm. I bare I tried in the high school. I couldn't, could not do it. I couldn't do half the ninety percent of the stuff I got taught. Hurting your neck is ninety percent even worse. Oh yeah. So. It sucks that he can't wrestle. I would love to see him come back just one time off, come back, do it, and enjoy it. But he, we know he's done. Yeah. You know, right. is he f- completely done? No, because we all thought Edge was done, right? We all yeah, thought Kurt Angle was done. We all thought Bryan Christian was, was done. Daniel, Daniel, but Daniel Bryan was head injuries, not neck injuries. That's yeah. the difference. This is neck surgery. Kurt Angle's had how many now? Yeah, that's true. <sighs> okay. I mean, the dude so, won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. <laughs> can he somehow come back from that neck surgery? Sure. Edge proved that he can. Oh, yeah. Kurt Angle's definitely proved that he can. He broke his neck and won a goddamn gold medal with a broken neck. Yeah, and <laughs> especially because you have to think, like, when when Edge suffered his neck injuries, uh, the medical technology was totally different then yeah. to what it is now. Yeah. Right. And, so, you know, and like he said in his documentary, like, he felt great before ever seeing a doctor. It was like, I was lifting weights, I was doing this, I didn't hurt. Yeah. I felt amazing. So then I went and got double-checked and kept getting cleared and cleared and cleared. And finally, the Pittsburgh doctor for Vince said, you're good to go. You are in the best shape. That neck is in the best shape it's ever been. Yeah. So, like, yeah. this gentleman that WWE just signed, I'm hoping he proves me wrong. Like, is he a great wrestler? <laughs> God, oh, yeah. yeah. I've yeah. watched his matches. And this That's is real, an real wrestler. This is a WWE style or indie wrestling or AEW. This is legit ground and pound brawler throw you around the, to a hard concrete floor with padding that's this thick yeah, with nice. no give. Wrestling rings have give, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? We, right, have, right. we have, you know, the steel beams and the boards and the padding. It still doesn't feel good, but we have some give. And and, and yeah. trust me, in the world of wrestling, like there, there's a lot of legit badasses who have that wrestling background. Like when you go back and you look at guys like the Varsity Club, when you had, you know, Dr. Death, you had Micro Micro uh, Rotundo, Rick Steiner, then Scott Steiner came in and him and Rick, you know, just throwing people around themselves. Yeah. And speaking of the Steiners, uh, they were like one of the uh classic teams, especially when they did that big tournament with all the nations involved there. Now, oh, yeah. now here's my biggest gripe about it. Which, like, okay, legitimately, uh, as far as business-wise, being, being, uh, I think it was, was it NWA or WCW when they did this paper, when they did the pay-per-view with a tag team tournament. But when they did it, uh, from, from, from a business standpoint, since it's being based in the U.S., obviously, the Steiners are going over. Yeah. You know, I, but then you had all these other teams uh, from all these different countries performing. Uh, yeah, guys from Puerto Rico. Right? Yo, I think the baddest team on there, honestly, would have to have been the Russians. 
they had. Like, and and I don't mean the Russian gimmicks as far as like Ivan Nikita Koloff. They had the legit Russian shooters in 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 this tournament. I I think they would have probably would have wrecked everyone, even including the Steiners, hands down. I'm sorry. I can believe that because when because yeah. because when I went back and watched it again not too long ago, I was like, I'm like, okay, yay, Steiners. Ha- Okay, that that's what you're supposed to do. You're cheering for the USA team. Yeah, right. But when you legitimately look at something like like even when you're at a, a competition when when uh you're in school, like you see other like even though you want your team members to win, you see guys on the other team that are like, oh, I'm rooting for him. He's gonna kick my boy's ass. Look, but I'm gonna root because he's. he's, he's yeah, like, they're, they're, I never they're, did they're, it <laughs> when it was just one school versus another yeah. school. Now, when we would do the meets on the weekends... Oh, the tournaments with everybody involved? Look, I don't care who was on my team. I would see some of these guys, we'd walk in, and I'd be like... That dude's a unit. I gotta (laughs) face you? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not... Yes. Like, I'd go, like... You'd have the sheets all on the wall. Here, I'll use these. So, like, you'd have everybody's sign-ins and your names in the brackets, and I'd go down. Okay, there I am. I'm on, uh... I match, like, 55 on... Matt 12, and then I'd see the guy that walk up, and he goes, oh, that, and then he would say his name, and I'd like, I got to face you? <laughs> and he, and I mean, I legit said it to some people, and they were like, why? I'm like, dude, you have me beat by, like, three feet, and like, the hell am I doing? <laughs> like, I am short as hell. All right. And somehow I'd win, because I was like, I already, I, already, I already did just made myself beat myself kind of a deal. But there'd be other guys at these tournaments too. I'd say in the bleach, just like, oh, that dude's going to wreck that midget. (laughs) This is going to be good. I'm going to enjoy this beating. And I would literally go from the top of the bleachers down to the floor just to watch this beating happen. Oh, yeah. Because, dude, when you go to these tournaments, you got four or 500 wrestlers in one building. You know, it's the the lightweights that are the best ones, the 110s and the 115s. Like, those are the weight class you want to watch. The the bigger boys are great. You know, they we don't do much. But the one tens and one fifteens are like the dudes that are really the, rolling around and going. Yeah, those are the dudes you, with the chips on their shoulder too. Dude, I remember in middle school I had a guy named David Little or David Luthy. Um he was like five two. He was a short little kid, like ninety five pounds, okay? Ooh. So like there was times that he'd go up against people that were like four feet taller than him. And we'd all look and be like, just think of it this way, Mr. Smurf guy. You're taking down the villain. And he'd be like, screw you. And he would win because we're making fun of him. Mm-hmm. But it's like, because we're calling you a Smurf. That's why you're mad. It's not because you're little. It's because we called you a Smurf. Exactly. Like, dude, wrestling then is fun. That's wrestling I could watch all day long. Like, when, oh, yeah. when Penn State's on TV, dude, if I could watch their, their college collegiate wrestlers, absolutely, I'm all in. does not matter. I will watch it while I'm at work. But... If, if WWE could get real re- like wrestlers like this that could actually get it, and are you know charismatic and have that persona that Kurt Angle had, then there's the doors are open. Okay. Yeah. Yes, they are. There's no stopping WWE at that point because then you have they're not models, they're not movie stars, they're not actresses. No offense, then stop booking and hiring these people. Hire real rest. Hire people that get it. Yeah. You can hire an actor all you exactly. want, but. What does that do for you? Nothing. Oh, you're good on a microphone. You're good on TV. Great, but you suck in the ring. I'm not going to pay to watch you in the ring if you suck. I'll pay to watch you in the ring if you're good. Yeah. So when you bring these collegiate wrestlers in, right, and these Olympic athletes in, I'm expecting to be good. They got the girl from American Ninja Warrior, right? Mm -hmm. She is phenomenal in the ring. Yeah. Because she's an athlete. Right. She's not an actor. She's not an actress. She's She's an athlete. You yeah. want athletes. That's what wrestling is. It's an athletic sport. Yep. Yeah. Without that, I don't tune in. Like, I don't watch Raw. I don't watch SmackDown. You know why? Because I'm bored. Sometimes I'll watch AEW, right? And it, I get bored. It, it, it happens and I turn because it off. Uh, wrestling has its uh, high and low peaks. Depends on what brand you're watching, you know, and if they have anything, any new talent that's interesting. Uh, one thing uh, that's been just popped up in my head r- running through my thoughts what is your thought process on how the united states championship in pro wrestling nowadays is being dealt with compared to yesteryear like 
yet you had all these great champions back then. Right. All right, yeah, guys like uh, Barry Windham, Magnum TA. And back then, when when, when you had someone take... You all right there? You look a little... His, oh, micro- kinda, microphone's uh, all floppy. <laughs> all right, whatever. Yeah. I'm going to uh, wing it. But then when you had guys like uh, Nikita Koloff start uh, taking it and stuff like that, or like even when uh, Rusev, when, yeah. when, when he first got the U.S. title and stuff like that, it was more or less, hey, the evil villain, uh, anti-American type whatever, has the championship now, and it's the job for whichever patriotic guy to come in, get the title back, get the crowd chant in USA, USA. But nowadays, it seems like uh, anybody can have it, the U.S. title. Now, it's like it's almost like it doesn't mean a damn thing. You know, it's like yeah. it, it's like I, that's what it's, it, 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 it's, it's like it's, a foreigner can have the championship. But it's not like, ha, hey, we got your USA title. Yeah, not it's not anymore. like that no more. No, no because no. WWE doesn't run the show. Yeah, the, the, the U.S. championship has become like a mid-card title at best. All yeah. the time. And there was oh, there was there was a point in like the early like the like the early two thousands to like two thousand and ten. It was it was a like a, a main card title. Oh yeah, like Bobby Lashley held that thing for a long time, yes, and he, he was a dominant U.S. It's champion. Because he was legitimate. Yeah, and that's the again. This yeah. is where that whole athletic comes exactly. Into it. There, you need people that are legitimate people that can hold a title. Yes, mm-hmm. I'll bring up the twenty four seven title. I love it. Right. Because it's given these guys that don't get the opportunity to actually go after something. Because yeah, you're you're heavyweight, you're U.S., you're intercontinental, and your tag t- your four major titles. Okay, yeah, right. just like pro sports, your major title is the championships, right? Yep. You have right. your Super Bowl, right? You have your AFC and the NFC champions, right? Then you have your division champions. Those are your legit contenders. It's not the guys that are like zero and sixteen the year before and three and whatever. Yeah, it's the teams that are that always have a winning record. Those are your contenders. That, those are your legitimate wrestlers, right? Okay, same in any sport. That's the problem in wrestling now. Now you have all these guys, but you have nothing for. Them. Do you? So f- now you're going to give people U.S. titles that people don't look as legit. No, and then when no. when when you see places like New Japan Pro Wrestling with their new with their U.S. title, what's your interpretation of that though? Because you know, one, it's not. A American-based company at all? It's, it's Japan, mm-hmm. and I guess they just popped it up. Just to, I don't know if they just want to have it because they got a shitload of titles themselves as well. You'll figure it out. <laughs> You'll figure that, Mike. I'm the. It's, it's fine. I, I just deal with it. I'm no. It's yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> It'll hear me eventually. But no. So like. U.S. title, like you said, it has become something as a laughing matter. It's a prop. It's a prop now. But as far as Japan goes. Titles are that, though. That's the thing. Like, titles are supposed to have, like, specialty to them. But titles now, the past five years, are 100% a prop. Which is why I think they need to just lose it. Get rid of the I was going to say, can I be honest with you? I don't know who WWE's United States champion even is right now. Damian Priest. Yeah, Damien Priest is you. That's oh yeah, is, that's I right. Like he, he got like he he, he won it at SummerSlam. Right. That's right. It's it's good that he is that because yeah. he is legitimate a athlete. Yeah, you know the whole Rusev thing. Like I liked when Rusev came in and won that title because it's a guy from Russia. That yeah. was his yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, that was he, great. He's that waving was, the flag. It, his it, wife's it, doing that 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 voice as well. They put the whole package together. You know. Yeah. The music and everything, it was all right there. It's set in stone for everyone to obviously automatically hate them. Yes. And that's yes. the whole point. There we go. Hey, there. there it is. <laughs> you got it. I, did, I didn't want to keep messing with it while we were alive. That's why I was just going <laughs> to no, deal, deal right. with it. But no. So, like, the re- Russo thing, it pissed people off. I love yeah. it. You got to stop doing things that don't piss people off. Like, I get it, Vince. You know, you have NBC and Fox running your shows. That's really the truth. That's what's going on. And you do what the what the board of directors and the stockholders want. And and it's great but for at a while. Same time, but at the same time, I'm not trying to compare fruits and apples to everybody, okay? I, I just won't. Right. But AEW does not give a shit about the status quo. No. Is it going to bite them in the butt down the road? Probably. 
because you can't always you can't keep doing things that are going to appeal the fans. Sometimes, sometimes you have to do things that is a better business decision. Sometimes you have to give the fans something. Yeah, a lot. A lot. Do of, I believe they gave way too much on on AEW's All Out with all with four different things? Absolutely. Yeah, you know we had Ruby Soho, we had CM that, Punk's you first know, match. You know we had the King years. come out after freaking um, uh, Mox. Yeah, you know now you know what you're getting out of that. You know you're getting the Nick Gage and and freaking Moxley title match. Should it be on AEW? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Why? Because it benefits GCW. Yeah. That's my opinion. They're bringing the death match, guys, because Moxley's booking his own matches. Oh, yeah. He wants Japan <laughs> wrestlers because have, they have an agreement with New Japan Pro Wrestling. That's what they're going to give him. Yeah, Mox just you wants know, to have fun, and he's he's having the, the time of his Cole life right now. Coming out, and then out of nowhere, it was like after he said what he said, and then you had Brian Daniel Bryan yeah. Brian Danielson. Like, I loved it because I didn't expect it. Right. You know, I liked those curveballs. I thought Brian Danielson was going to be the one that when the lights went out. Yeah. And then they threw me the... As soon as I heard the music before the name, I knew exactly who it was. I knew the song. Yeah. You know, Adam Cole has his own person that makes his entrance music. Yeah. And it's the same song that he had in NXT. Yeah. It's it, a little different. It, it's just it, a little it's, tweet. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very minor tempo change. A couple of notes changed, but yeah, it's the exact same thing. That's the thing. It's like, if you look at everything, right? Like, Patri- you know, the whole Patreon, the U.S. title. That's going one thing that sets them apart from AEW. Okay, you you have how many titles in WWE now? Oh, per geez. show, you have the heavyweight, right? Yeah. The universal, the, you know, too many. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just gonna go. Just one. You show. have two heavyweight titles. So okay, to me, that's still one. Two yeah. women's, still one. You have, uh, so you have heavyweight title, women's heavyweight title, uh, intercontinental, the tag team, intercontinental the in the US, US, right? We got a and the two hundred five and twenty four seven. Yeah, seven. Championships. Do they still have the cruiserweight championship? Yeah, it's now on NXT. It's now on NXT. That's right. It is on NXT. Yeah, but they they use it every now and then for. I know they're doing it on tapings and house shows. I know that for a fact. People have been posting the two hundred five live champions been on the house shows. That's their platform for them to build the NXT younger guys for that title. It's the only way they can do it. AEW has their heavyweight, their women's, the tag, and the TNT title. It's four. Okay, AEW is keeping it very simple, very basic. They're not pushing the envelope much. Will they add a th- trios? Yeah, they'll be oh, the yeah. first major promotion besides a AAA and Lucha down to Mexico. Yeah, do it. Especially, especially and be nice especially because now that Adam Cole's there. They're definitely going to do a trios title. You know, but there's not much title. There's they're they're keeping the prestige, the yeah. the the the, the, pa- the the not just the passion, but the prestige of the this is a special spot. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, WWE has seven. Now, if you separate them, you have two women, two two tag teams, two heavyweights for men, two ta- two heavyweights for women. That's seven. That's six right there itself. Yeah. Why? You don't need that many. No. Have one heavyweight champion, one women's champion, one tag team champion. Have the champions have to defend it on both shows. Yeah, because you you remember when they when they did the uh, when they unified you know, that um, would actually. But make here's more interesting. Watch too, and Jericho was the first uh, undisputed WWE champion. Yeah. Like, but again, there was there was so much like build towards that whole thing because well, the fact that Jericho it, it was, was a shocker that he uh, shows. beat yeah. both of them in one well, night. Yeah. But what you do is you put the U.S. So you have everybody separate, right? So you put the Intercontinental on Raw and you put the U.S. on SmackDown and you swap them. You don't have to have those two champions on every show. You put the three major titles on every show. Yeah. Right. So then you build that prestige and that 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 legacy with those two titles. The IC title, in my opinion, is the most prestigious title in that company. So it's like, I wish it had more prestige than what it gets used to right now. Like, that's the downfall. The U.S. But, title, in my opinion, still has a lot of ground and has I, a lot of I, I think with the it. U.S. title, like, back then... When, uh, when, when, like I said, when we had usually the hill and baby face version of who's the champion and, and, uh, and, and you know who to hate and who to cheer for. Well, what got it twisted for me is when you had guys like Nikita Koloff holding the U.S. championship <laughs> and people were loving him. Yeah, then. yeah. <laughs> 
is when he was a baby face dead, and he's holding the U.S. title against guys like uh, Lex Luger. Because Luger was the heel. He was a total package and stuff like yeah. that. But, yep. Since we're talking U.S. title, I'm going to I'm I'm ask. Do you know when the U.S. title was brought in? Well, you Googled it? Oh, wait, oh, I, have wait, a, wait. I have Wikipedia wait, wait, up. Wait, wait, I've had wait, it up for a while wait, wait. now. <laughs> brought in to where? When, when was the... No, no, no. The, who was the original person to, br- to bring in the U.S. championship? Well, we know it wasn't Pat Patterson. He was uh, he was the IC. Right, uh, right. Rio de Janeiro. And... <laughs> Uh man, hold up. Honestly, no, I can't. I can't say I do. I thought you would have it up already. I do. NWA United States Heavyweight Championship, January first, nineteen seventy five. Wow. Who, who to first? January twenty seventh, nineteen eighty one. Who who was the first champion? Did it say Harley Race? Wow. There goes a name, Harley it, Race. It's 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 fitting, you know. He was a badass back then. Like, he, he was the, he like, was the NWA uh, heavyweight champion look, too. Let's as look well. at the, let's just look king. at the champions he, he, that had the U.S. title because of today's patriotic show. Like, let's run down, and I guarantee you, a lot of those are on that list. So you had you had Harley Race, Johnny Valentine, Terry Funk, Paul Jones, Blackjack, Paul Jones again, Blackjack again, Paul Jones again, Blackjack again. Yeah, but Did you get it. Like, and, and and thing is though, we wasn't just going off of like like no, I know. who was just like the patriotic gimmicks themselves, like uh, like uh, like right now, like on, on the on the indie scene, we have some close friends that are uh, patriotic type guys, like uh, the Patriot himself, not not Del Wilkes, but there's another gentleman who uh who's who's doing the Patriot, uh like I like I mentioned before. Uh, as time goes on, there's other people who does the same gimmicks, whether it be Leatherface or Tiger Mask. Well, now we got mm-hmm. the Patriot, Patriot. And, and maybe in due time, there'll be another Patriot eventually. But um, Kid America, really good guy. I'm going to see him later. I love that I'm gonna dude. Say, I'm going to see him later. You 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 can actually uh, tell him we we mentioned him. We made reference to I'll that. Be probably that he's already at, I'm going to say he's at a Phillies game. I'm, he's I'm, at stadium. Oh, uh, okay. That's where I'll see him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then and then like some some of the hills um, that we had growing up, like I was a huge fan of the Orient Express for a, a foreign a foreign adversary. I love the Orient Express. I, I don't know what your take on it is. I uh, but my version was the whole Kato and Tanaka one, mm-hmm. not the one when they had uh, uh, who later on came back with the beard. Um, I think he was Sinja, whatever. I think he managed uh, Hakushi, the the one, one of the original Orient Express guys. Uh, he he had a beard, short short hair, but Kato uh, Kato wore the mask, and uh, and and Tanaka he had the long hair. I remember Tanaka, and he, and he worked uh, barefoot. Another one that a lot of people did not even realize until it was put out publicly was Yokozuna. I'm like, for a big man his size, doing the things that he done, and out there just crushing the competition, the con- competition from the door, and you got Mr. Fuji out there. Yep, yep. Coming, yeah. you know, like the whole bon- bonsai waving the flag. He's crushing guys like, um, like Tatanka, uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, you know, and then Lex Luger comes come along as we yep, yep. as we explained, yeah. and. Uh, but I don't, I, I don't think he took the uh no, he did not take the title. That's right. Luger never had the WWE uh F championship. Right? No, he didn't. So But uh yeah, and then we got guys like on the on the indie well actually you know what you, you know what one I do I do want to ma- uh mention in uh that a lot of people do not talk about and you probably don't even ever talk about this. Team Canada from WCW. Yeah, I love that. Okay. Like, like when uh, you had, remember when Sergeant Slaughter did the whole turn with the simple. Yeah. Hacksaw Jim Duggan when he shaved his beard and he joined Team Canada oh, with yeah. Lance Storm. Oh, Lance Storm took the, 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 uh, the Canada sticker of, of the Maple Leaf, stuck it over the U.S. title, and he was like, what a the, the Canadian champion, champion yeah. like, I think he had other titles that he renamed. He renamed, but that version of Team Canada, 
I love the most because because Storm was a legit worker, and it was just funny as hell to see Hacksaw without a beard. Yeah, oh my god, you team Canada, you know that, right? But this was my favorite one. Though. See, you like that one. I like the, the, the TNA, one that, the TNA, TNA one. version. Like, TNA's one, because no one liked them. Like, no one yeah. liked Team Canada in the, back, in the old day either. But no one liked the Team Canada one in TNA days because they didn't like half the guys. Mm-hmm. Like, that that was just that simple. Scott Demore was a mastermind on this right here. Uh, he this, was. This was his gold. This was, like, his Paul Heyman. <laughs> so Team Canada, like any any show that does Team Canada stuff, yeah, has T- stuff that can go good. Because yeah, TNA's Team Canada, you had Petey Williams on that. Did you had Petey Williams, Robert Roode, um, Scott Demore? You had A One. You had Eric Young, Ruffy Silverstein, Teddy Hart, Tyson Docks, Johnny Devine. And you had Jack Evans. I don't know how the Jack Evans fit in there, but he was there. It's literally on their as a member. Jack, Jack Evans, he's from Canada. I know, but they have him as a U.S. guy. Didn't it? I'm not uh, joking. Oh, oh, oh. It says U.S. flag. And you know, I, that's why I'm making that comment. Yeah, I don't right? know how he fits in there. Yeah. He's a, yeah. nice. So it's, it's, it's a good thing that we brought up Team Team Canada because, like, through, through history, the most common type ones were either Russians, Middle Eastern. Or uh, some kind of Canadian team that you didn't uh, like. Japanese or Chinese, whatever, whatever type of Asian. Uh, and then Indian in, like, here and there, it wasn't much Indian stuff really here and there. Of you hear about them being the villains, except until like uh, Jinder Mahal, yeah, and Jinder Mahal, Mahal and, yeah. and there was some other like Tiger Jeet Singh back then, and yeah, stuff like yeah. that, but not as popular as those other uh nationalities. And then Team Canada, like I said, they don't get a big um push in that category as much since they're our neighbor to the north, as well as um. Ones that are come from uh, Europe as far as England, like the Blue Bloods. You know, you have William right. Regal. When he uh, was, yeah, yeah, that's when another he was one. When uh, CW, he was teamed up with uh, Dave Taylor, and that was great. Yeah. And and, uh, and, pe- and and people don't realize that William Dundee is actually superstar Bill Dundee from the old USWA when, yeah. he, when he used to feud like crazy with Jerry the King Lawler. But they put him in that spot, and it was a genius. It, it was great. I just love watching these guys. And another uh, Canadian team that's not named uh, Team Canada that got uh, shit in the States here, but not uh, elsewhere around the world, was the Hart Foundation. Oh, my God. Yes. When uh, Bret Hart <laughs> and they were like, oh, you Americans, everyone else in the other world, they love us and this and that. They're great people. Yeah, well, and it, it was just a nice little uh, twist yeah, in the whole yeah. of uh, Bret Hart's character, the way he was. He was a true blue wrestler, which basically is still a part of that it was. It was like, you know, you know, it, he, he was just looking at society as, as how it changed and this and that, like with the era right, of right, uh, right, yeah. DX being yep, involved, yep. and guys like Stone Cold Steve Austin, you like he was seeing how the downfall, how people were, just like how Slaughter was, where he was saying, "Oh, America's weak." That's why you know Saddam Hussein and this and that. So it's like you now nowadays with everything going on in the world, I don't I don't know if we're gonna see any more of that. Type of situation. Yeah, I was gonna say because in today's world, it's a little sensitive. If, if, if anything, it'll just be more of a civil war type stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I I definitely uh, see that. Uh, didn't WWF back in well when it was WWF? Didn't they have like a, a, a French Canadian team that got a lot of heat? Yes. That It was um. Oh, what were their names? Uh, uh wait, Sylvain Grenier. And, uh, oh my God! Who was the other guy? I, I don't know. I, but I, I mean, know. listen. If there was Rob a group Conway, of there it is. Rock hot. No, no, no. Rob Conway came, came in later on. It, it was Savon and somebody else. I can't no, remember his name. Because it was two of them. One left, and then Rob, and then Rob Conway, Conway stepped in. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, so, going, going back to something that you had brought up earlier, I did look it up. Um, Jack Swagger was a Division One All American wrestler. See, see, I can't talk. See, unlike you guys, I can't really talk. I just, on, I just really on, on, on Renee Dupree. Dupree. Yeah, Renee Dupree. Dupree. That's it. Sorry, I'm like I know it. I, I had Renee in my head. I couldn't think of that's it. it. Listen, I love that group. Just they, to hate them. 
Because, because like, just the, to hate them. The, 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 a lot of the times, it was literally them against Team Angle. Look, uh, it was, it was always them. it was always the, either either uh, La Resistance burying uh, Benjamin and Haas or the other way yeah. around. Look, the only reason I hated them is because they kept facing Kurt Angle on them, and I was a Kurt Angle fan from wrestling-wise. <laughs> it's like pro sports. I'm a Ravens fan. I hate the Steelers. Gentlemen. Y'all are Eagles fans and hate Dallas. That's why I hated them that much. Uh, you know, as much as I do, I hate cutting anybody off, but we're getting the cue that we need to wrap it up. Uh... You know what? Thanks to everyone for tuning into this uh, patriotic show. Um, I'm sure we can talk about this. All- you know what? We can continue this conversation on Thursday night. How about that? Or Sounds later good. today Sounds on good. a pop-up pro- podcast. Or or mm. later today. But uh, yeah, don't forget. It would probably be without me. I'm going to be indisposed. I uh, everyone, please do not forget to tune in tomorrow uh, morning at 9 a.m. Starting off with the Gobbler Inc. Followed up by with the Combat Misfits and the Sullivan Squad for the rest of Devereaux Sports' second anniversary podcast. This is Breakfast and Bias Lands. I'm Chio, Austin, Mikey, and Dennis for joining us late. Thank you. I appreciate it. And don't forget to follow us, like, share, comment. Go to bodyslams.pro and uh, peace out. Thank you.